forward, the middle child. The first introduction into this rabbit hole of my increasingly complex family dynamics was only the tip of the iceberg for the realm inside my head. There is a reason I prefer my solitude now, and it's not because of my warm embrace by society as a child. I scorned the physical restraint of hugs, save maybe a handful of individuals, not because I was taught how to be comfortable in my own body and interacting healthily with others. The main reason I don't succumb to the pull of substance abuse disorders, mental breakdowns, and the crushing weight of knowledge that my species has single-handedly destroyed this beautiful planet beyond recognition, unlike so many of my relatives and the rest of society, is that I've gone out of my way to secure and prioritize my mental health, only through a combination of pure stubbornness, the resources to learn beyond my environment, and the willpower to educate myself on it without feeling a stigma to repress or be ashamed of it. Much like the opening scene of Euphoria, when Zendaya's character, that is the character of Rue, is brought to this reality, her mother addresses something along the lines of how plenty of successful people had childhood depression. A montage of Vincent Van Gogh, Sylvia Plath, and Britney Spears having psychotic breaks or committing suicide proceeds to play out. Even Albert Einstein struggled with depression, and as a scientist, it's scary to study the reality that my increased intellect is also the potential reason for my anxiety. It's scarier, though, to realize that in the 21st century, I now have a platform to be able to share my stream of consciousness and document my fears and my concerns and my emphasis on the power of mindset, and I've somehow been gaslighted by my own family, friends, or part of society to think I should shelter it like a lighter's flame on a windy night behind your hands. I can't delve into my hopeful, still incredibly early stages of my public health and legal career, arguing over the ethics and stigma attached to certain topics, historically trending based on cultural premonitions, while shadowing the recesses of my own mind struggling with the very same concepts. I can't be worried an online presence will criticize my future career paths when those same career paths will eventually involve advocacy. And my passion for advocacy is rooted in my personal experiences that I wish to explore. I can't be afraid to have to address the skeletons in my closet that may one day be dragged out, paraded in front of me, and for some reason used against me to involuntarily commit me to a 5150 hold, or worse, just invalidate my opinion in a male-dominated public setting. My friend Bill once told me he thinks my generation's greatest strength is facilitating open conversation. Part of that involves having an honest conversation with myself first. And believe me, I have had several years of, unfortunately, honest conversations with myself where I hold myself under scrutinizingly heavy pressure and unrealistic expectations under the premise of I should have known better. So this isn't about the fact that I need therapy. This is about the fact that I use writing and and speaking it as my preferred form of expression. And I want the people in my life moving forward to understand what I care about and why I am the way that I am, and how I actually feel underneath it all. And you don't write about the things that are easy. So why do I need to do it? 
honestly, because I'm just exhausted from not feeling able to. Years of verbal, emotional, and at times physical abuse all at the hands of like my biological relatives. Cycles of substance abuse and behavioral patterns that are transgenerational, fully acknowledged yet never addressed. Years of every new person in my life expressing some kind of pity or sadness when the topic of family comes up, or if they innocently ask what I'm doing for the holidays, until finally it's just easier for me to say I don't have a family than to explain that mine just doesn't and may never understand me. Years of trying everything else. Therapy, meditation, yoga, Running, lifting weights, creating a list of things to talk about, setting boundaries, working on forgiveness. Somehow it all gets thrown back in my face like a spiteful, you need therapy. As if that's actually supposed to be some kind of insult. Hey, newsflash buddy, most people need therapy. Not to mention, this may not exist if any of y'all had actually gone to it yourselves instead of taking your mental handicaps out on me in real life. Years of it being portrayed as if I'm the unreasonable one because I'm the only one who outwardly has a problem. Everyone else can carefully avoid topics that may set off the avalanche of dismayed self-realization, but I'm the only one who hasn't been able to. I don't smoke or drink away my problems, forgetting about how I physically attacked my sibling in the early 20s thanks to a few round of watered-down shots. I don't refuse to apologize and instead just show up absentmindedly a few months later, hoping the other person had forgotten the things I previously said. I am simply not willing to pretend like these things didn't occur or didn't exist just because I've had to live with them for that long without a choice. But I'm also not trying to summit the hypoxic graveyard of Mount Everest by myself. I don't need to carry this alone, and I could, but it's not necessary in this day and age. I can bring an oxygen tank. I can bring a Sherpa. But people need to know that that's where I am in this world. For the record, I'm also tired of trying to weed out the newcomers who are actually interested in learning about me in whatever sense or capacities available to them without wasting my own. And as of my past decade, I tend to live in a new state every two to three years because of my career goals. And honestly, I really don't want to have to constantly retell the same exhaustingly intense theories and stories of my life. But, like, normal people can talk about things like family, career goals, values in life much more casually. Again, not exactly normal here. Um, If you're this far, you should know that by now. So, whether it be professionally, athletically, educationally, whatever, I'm actively working on making myself more available mentally because clearly, emotionally, I can be fairly checked out. Um, To be clear, yes, I'm stating that they, the newcomers, can waste their time reading or listening to me just as long as I don't waste my own. Hashtag just ENTJ things. Go look up Myers-Briggs personality theory. Anyways, let's recap. 